Hello, friends, and welcome back to another action-packed Hybrid Unlimited. Today, we're running through our list. This is a two-parter. We're going through the top feats of strength in 2023. So we're going to run through our own personal list of the most impressive feats of strength that have happened in the world of powerlifting and weightlifting this year, all the way from events like the Sheffield to some cool backyard meets where there's been impressive feats of strength performed. And we're going to do the second part next week on another episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. These are really, really fun. And uh, I hope you guys like our commentary on this one. And as always, head on over to Hybrid Strength Coach to check out the app and all the programs that are offered, as well as a free seven-day trial to test out any of the programs. Hope you guys enjoy. Before we get into the episode, just want to give a quick shout out to Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic. They are a sponsor of ours and we took them on because we talk a lot about testosterone, hormone replacement therapy, PED use, all that stuff. And because of that, you know, while we have opinions on that, we are not professionals in that space. If you have questions about whether you're a good candidate for that or not, these are the people that can help you with that. And Marcus, I know that you have been a customer of theirs for, you know, quite some time. So maybe you can speak to that a little bit. Yeah, I I was going through the same thought process years ago and I had a lot of questions about, you know, the, the state of my blood work, uh, my testosterone levels. And as a performance athlete, it was always a question that I had in the back of my mind. Guys, please don't go to your local gym bro or guy on Instagram to get these questions answered for you. Women Rejuvenation Clinic provides solid medical advice. They read your blood work, they go to the results with you and they give you actionable and realistic steps for dealing with potential medical problems and not bullshit. This is for actual medical advice. So please, you know, if you have questions on this stuff, let them take your blood panels and give them a chance, give them a consult. And I promise you, they'll, they'll treat you right. I know they've done that for me over the years and I can only speak positively about my experience and the type of advice they've given me. Check them out in the show notes. They provide comprehensive assessments over telehealth now onto the show. But maybe he should. Yeah, it'd be all right. If you're listening, Jesus, I don't know if you're a fan of the show, but. Maybe that will make you more popular. What are big gay men called? Bears. Bears. He's right there. I mean, OnlyFans. Did I tell you the other day I got stopped by a guy in Sunset Harbor on the beach? I was just walking back from a meeting. <laughs> and I was going to get my car from the, the car wash. And this guy just stops in the middle of the road. And he just rolls down his window. And he like looks at me and he's like, I just have to tell you. You are so beautiful. What? And I was like, thank you. Like Bass says, thank you. <laughs> I was just like, you know, the exact I was way. like, it's so, I was so angry at the time because of what was going on. And I like stopped. I was like, thanks, man. And then he like takes his car another half block, stops, puts it in park, rolls down the window, and just stares at me mm -hmm. until I get to the car wash. And I'm just like, dude, it is flattering, though. Like, part yeah. of you is like, thank you. No, no, no. I took it as a compliment. <laughs> I wasn't pissed off about it, but it was just like, guys, is this what girls have to go through every day? Oh, cry me a river, dude. <laughs> cry me a <laughs> river. I get you. <laughs> but like, dude, I was at Burns uh, last, last week with my dad and uh, our waiter. Do you know how I, uh, the waiters at Burns, I, I think they all get paid like six figures. Oh, yeah. They make they're, a lot of they're money. Like, they're professionals. They are professionals and they're great. And they give you a lot of attention and they treat you really, really well. The guy that we had uh, was over the top. He was like, uh, he looked at my, my watch. He had a nice watch on. He had a, he had a sub on. 
Oh, and shit. he was like, "What's that? Burn his money." <laughs> yeah. So and he's like, "Oh, nice watch." Starts telling me all these things what about my wearing? watch that Cartier? I had the uh, yes the Santos. Yeah. Uh, so he starts telling me all these things about my own watch that I didn't even know. I was like, "Oh, thanks." Like, Your watch I guy like huh? it too. <laughs> and then whatever. At one point, I went up or went out, went to the bathroom. I come back and he's behind me. I didn't realize somebody starts squeezing my traps. What? And and like massaging them and goes, he goes, you have huge traps. And I was like, what? Whoa, the what fuck? is what is going on? He's trying to milk that. I look tip. behind me. It's the the dude. And then I'm like, I don't know. Was how to, he? I don't know. I don't know. He just wanted to massage you. He was friendly, to say the least. That's friendly. But he, so he. That's <laughs> fresh and friendly. Yo, do you have that? Uh, can you pull up that clip of Mike Perry? Just put best Mike Perry interview. Oh my God. When he tells the, you know what I'm talking <laughs> yes, about? Yes, of course I it do. It's so Fucking good. Infamous. While he's pulling that up, though. Mike Perry so, is an oppressed man. Yeah. So he says. Blackest man in the UFC. Yeah, the blackest man. Yeah. <laughs> what was that quote he said? He's like, you know, sometimes I wish I wasn't black so I wouldn't get so oppressed. <laughs> Some, something crazy like that. I've just never seen anybody own that whole shtick like him. No, that's not it. Scroll down. Um, but yeah, so anyways, Wait, and then the it? guy, is that it? The third one? Check. The guy starts asking me what my best lifts are and all these there things. You go. That's it right there. Oh, that one's so good. Dude, when he calls the guy's haircut friendly, let's get some volume on that. Yeah. The... Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He thinks it's the weirdest thing. after this dude he just leaves dude he leaves <laughs> whatever world he grew up in he thought the idea of calling another man your best friend <laughs> is the most homosexual thing you can possibly do he goes best friend and gets just goes on a rant because he's upset about it but that line <laughs> The euphemism yeah. to make a homophobic pretty comment and call friendly. it friendly. Your hair is pretty fucking friendly. Uh, also, how long ago was that? Because he, he looks composed. Tw 20 years younger. Also, he spoke like a almost normal person. Yeah. But Mike he's, Perry can wait. Oh, shout out to Mike Perry, though. He's blown up. He's the face of Bare Knuckle. He's the best fighter there by far, I think. It suits his style. You know what? And what's cool actually yeah. about Mike Perry? To give him some credit, he he. I saw an interview with him. He's talking about uh, how he's always kind of been like a boxer brawler kind of guy. And he said in the earlier days when he was in the UFC that worked, but then he got up to a certain level where those guys are so well rounded in everything that he just couldn't get away with that style anymore. He couldn't compete in that. Yeah. But that's why he does so well in bare knuckle is because that is yeah, what it is. Fucks people up. Did he break Luke? Luke uh, did he fight Luke Rockhold? He did. Yeah. Broke his teeth. Luke yeah. Rockhold what, do you the fight? what do you think about that? Cause everybody was like, 
oh, he broke his teeth, so it's for sure. It's like, whoa, this is not like an injury where if you continue, you're going to mess up your body. You put your mouth guard back in, like at your tooth hurts, but... And listen, listen, I am nowhere near as tough as any of these guys. So I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to say that, but I'm like, if you're a guy in bare knuckle, I think he just got hit with some bare knuckle shots and was like, I don't like this. This is an excuse to get out. Chip tooth. It looked bad. Hockey players get their teeth knocked out. They'll get four teeth knocked out by a slap shot and then they're back in the next play. I don't know, man. That was was a pretty bad hit. I don't know if it's worth quitting over. I don't know. If there was a win bonus, (laughs) I probably wouldn't have pulled out of that no but that guy's strange luke rockhold's a strange fighter he's a strange dude there's definitely a uh consistent theme with athletes who reach a certain level and then all of a sudden decide they need to become enlightened and start doing these uh, like psychedelic drugs do a bunch of mushrooms or ayahuasca how are you doing or whatever yeah it's like half of the people in the fitness industry but then they start I don't know, getting all they get spiritual they, and I don't think being all right. Well, here's something I'll say. You need your demons if you're a fighter. I don't think being don't address them. Uh, an athlete <laughs> makes you a philosophical guru, nor does it no. make you somebody worth paying for fucking mentorship. Right. Like well that's fair. There's a lot of that. I think it's really weird. Like <laughs> I'm not knocking the, the, the hustle side of it, because like sure you could do your thing and you figure out a way to make money doing it, like, all right, fine by you. But but there is an archetype, right? It's like start fitness brand, fitness brand peaks. What do I do next? Mentorship, right? I think everybody should be very skeptical of anybody that they take advice from. If it's in business and fitness, like mm-hmm. what? Has, like if you're going to pay for somebody to be your mentor, like, beside social media because you can just paint whatever picture of yourself that you want on social media and i've known a lot of people like that in the fitness world and other places like if you want to put yourself out there and make yourself seem like you're some enlightened guru like you better have something to back it up like there's not a lot of tony robbins right no there's one tony robbins i've heard actually good things about tony robbins i know a few people who have gone to his like who've paid for like the exclusive Really? You know, six-figure membership that that go there, and they said two things. For one, actually, Rob Bailey told me this. He went to one of the Tony Robbins like things where it's oh, in yeah. the auditorium okay. or whatever. He uh, he said that he thought it was going to be some like pump up sesh, and you know, it's kind of like you know, what you, everybody's all amped and supporting each other. He's like, it's the opposite. <clears throat> He's like. He'll ask a question, then he'll he turned the lights off and he'd he was like swearing, telling everybody, like, you're a loser, you're never gonna amount to anything. Well, like just sort of like getting people in this crazy, like anxiety ridden mindset and being like like this is your alternative <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And builds it up from there. But he, he said it was totally not what he was expecting and mm. liked it a lot. Uh, obviously that's not the entirety of what he offers, but he said that part was like, whoa, pretty scary. And I'm not doing it justice. The way that he said yeah. it was like pretty intense. And then the other one was uh geo Kwan, Mark Kwan's oh, wife. Really? And she's just like, well, you pay for that membership and it gets you in a room with like, well, I think it's a networking. These, that's what it is more than anything. And I think everything is like, that's kind of, it's an interesting way to look at podcasting too. Like I've heard that from people. I think Jordan oh, yeah. told me that once, like it's a great that's what networking I tool. Said. 
Yeah, and it's, it's true because you just get to meet people, talk to people that you would never get the opportunity to otherwise. And I think that that's important because, like, well, if, if you're if you're going into business for yourself, like, if anybody listening is a is interested in going the entrepreneurial route, like, you should be as prepared as possible and like mm-hmm. be skeptical about decisions you make. And honestly, it's not like you should doubt yourself, but I think you should have another set of eyes on everything you do because. You you might think you're making a good decision or a safe decision, and then there could be five or ten different things that somebody who's been through the business world for 20, 30 years could tell you, and then you're like, oh, fuck, I never thought about that. Well, yeah, let's like the old quote, hindsight's twenty twenty. Use somebody else's hindsight if yeah. you can, so that you you can avoid the making those like, mistakes in real time. I don't time. necessarily think paying for a fitness mentor is like the best thing ever, but there's mm. a lot of guys in the space that like, you know, even like Alex Hormozzi, he seems to offer some value because he's actually built like a verified, legit, like cool brand. And like, I guess my only word of caution to anybody is like, don't go after the guys flaunting the watches and the cars and the houses and the plane rides and that stuff. Cause like that the, the means... Sigma male prototype, <laughs> Sigma male prototype. That just means nothing. Yeah. It means nothing, but that's not why we're here today. Hayden, we're not here on this podcast. That's right. To shit on the fitness world. We are here. To ask George a lot of questions, but we can't talk about that. <laughs> so we are, we're about halfway through the year. We thought it'd be a good point in time to recap our top 10 um, feats of strength of this half of the year. Uh, so we'll start at the bottom. We'll work our way up. These are ones that I threw together. Marcus, if you uh, have any others that come to mind. Definitely I've had, I've had a weird week, so I'm, I'm gonna lean <laughs> on I'm down. gonna lean on my friend Hayden today to put together. But yeah. this one was great. This is an unknown Bulgarian. Honestly, I should probably ask Nat. Jesus, this, dude. This guy is an 89 kilo lifter. He's 18 years old, 18 going on 45. And he he broke his beard. own senior world record with 221 you know, and kilos I saw some in the clear if you actually look through the comments on this because Catherine posted this up on her story because there was some dude and i'm not going to say his name but i know him because he goes to a local gym okay absolutely shitting on this guy what for what i because of his his te- his technique he's the best in the world Obviously, he has the world record hayden but how dare he have a little bit of knee cave oh, holy hell if you can if you can unlock the comments a little bit wait you can you cover your mic and, and tell me who, who said it okay i don't know he's a nice dude i know him and his girlfriend and stuff <laughs> yeah just that that picked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just just put like a bunch of like expletive sounds there um but dude how th- listen if you're the best in the world you have the best technique in the world for you right if you break a world record you can't say shit about your technique let's 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 uh let's 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 do a comparison here i'm gonna pull up a v- i'm gonna watch and also, this video. that's a beautiful clean and jerk it's a beautiful clean and jerk but what i think the ta- criticism in the comments is like look at his knees they caved has, a little bit in and out and he wasn't completely he has valgus on the pole a little bit. Not even really and, on oh, the stand Oh, it was the early up. arm bend was what the guy was criticizing. I don't know if you can get the rest of the how comments mu- how working. I'd like to see how much the guy who's criticizing him clean and jerks. 100 kilos. 100 kilos. Okay, <laughs> dude. 
just I saw it. That's cut so funny. that shit out. I cannot Look stand it when Look people do that. Look at that disgusting early arm bend. I mean, how could you even think of yourself as a competitive Dude, a lot of, and a do lot that? of people will argue based on your proportions, certain body types benefit quite a bit from the early arm bend because it puts it in a place Obviously. that's higher up on the quad, right? If you have short arms, yeah. if you have short arms and you don't the place where you that. make contact is right, right near the hip, up to the top right. of the thigh, then okay, you don't need early arm bend. But if you have baboon arms and you're trying to... Yeah, like you're not going to go through some Superman triple extension to get it up there. If you can bend your arms a little bit better, do fine. It. You do that because you're the best in the world. If Here's the funny thing, right? Because like I, I want to show that uh, clip of Ilya uh, in 2015 at the Grozny President's Cup. And like... There's like I'm gonna just f falsely criticize him just to mimic what Ilya? these yeah oh, yeah yeah Presidents Cup right you're talking yeah. about the world yeah record? yeah yeah Ilya, uh, Ilya President's 246 Cup. Presidents Cup something like that. you just have 246 it'll yeah right no no, no. there you go yes no oh. no 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 uh, enjoy endless don't do this pathetic 242 clean and jerk right there there you go. That's the one. Volume. No, I think we need it down. Because oh, we had uh, it cranked up for the talking piece. Oh, okay. Well, this is going to be a bunch of Kazakhstan. Yeah, throw it to George. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, this one... Honestly, this is one of the best lifts of all time. But, like, could you imagine criticizing this? Because he his back right foot, when he catches the jerk, does this kind of little pivot and he like doesn't recover the jerk the textbook way front foot first back he foot just last. steps forward right he just he just does it right i also hate slow motions in olympic weightlifting because part of the thing that makes olympic weightlifting so cool is the speed wow i mean don't don't talk about that like that this is his oh yeah let's do it two times let's get it back up to normal good oh come on you can't unlike that there you go it's like, it's like, all right, you want to criticize the Bulgarian 89 kilo lifter? You're going to criticize his jerk recovery too? It's fine. Don't worry about it. We got time here. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he's walking so fun. Dude, he just looks like he's got the worst ADD, eh? I know. John North said this once, and I've said it a few times since. It's like, it's as though somebody yanked him out of the back and was like, hey, Ilya, do, uh, just remember you're in a weightlifting competition. You have to go out there right now. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. I got this. Just goes out there, walks up. Crushes, crushes it. Crushes it. This is the biggest disservice, I think, ever in the history of weightlifting. The fact Popping that he got guy. popped right before 2016. Yeah. I don't care what your opinion is on drugs. Fuck they should have just... If you're going to pop him, they should have popped him after. Yeah, just let him set the record. All right, so look at his jerk Oof. recovery. Yeah, like are you right. gonna criticize two, that? Two, right, same guy who's gonna criticize the the two hundred and twenty one kilo lift. Like yeah. you're gonna criticize his jerk recovery too. Like if you're that nitpicky, don't watch this because if you're the best in the world, you can do whatever guess you who, want. Guess who's not criticizing this? Everyone else. That's every good. elite weightlifter. Right, they look at that and they're just him. like, uh, okay. You're telling me a guy that's like two hundred or or one hundred and fifty pounds lighter than the next heavyweight doing this weight has bad technique and also there's a thing like when you teach somebody weightlifting you teach them the textbook way and Boom. the more advanced you get in weightlifting the more you kind of put your own style on it right, right? it's you, a sport where you can add some style to your lifts and but these he's had obviously a who think that they're like weightlifting purists who don't know a thing about weightlifting because they've never been under heavyweights 
It's like you're gonna criticize Dan Bell's squat. Are you gonna criticize Jamal's deadlift technique because he pulls sumo? It's like you go pull 500 kilos, dude. How Legit. dare you? No, I agree. It's so ridiculous. So, anyways, let's not rant on this. But this is just like a it's just like a example, right? Like you could find <clears throat> a flaw on paper with anybody, but like, would you? Would you go back to the 89 kilo one to the left, George? This is amazing. Amazing. His early armband. It's, bend, a, it's a beautiful clean and jerk. It's the most anyone's ever done in the world in that weight class. Look at this guy. Just here to remind everyone, it's 18 in kilo. So he is actually almost 40. Where is that? Will run for biscuits. Some girl in a oh. dog. <laughs> scroll down the comments a little bit more if you could. I just want to see if we can find this. Uh, but like who has that many faded tattoos at 18 how many years but has he been 18 like he's competing he's competing in seniors so it's not like he's he's saying he's 18 for some reason that gains him benefit it's just crazy he's that, just like, a hardened bulgarian there's only one thing year. you could say to this holy shit yeah you just set the world record Holy shit, you just set the world record. Like, you nobody except for somebody else on the platform can criticize him. And those guys wouldn't do it. Well, because he beat them all. <laughs> so, right, but like you think that they would sit there and look at him and be like, well, I that early arm bends really just, you know, just disqualifies the whole thing. No, it's, I mean, it's the whole thing, right? Like... It's the armchair. Uh, this is the, this is the sport of lifting the most, not the sport of who can do sub-maximal weight the prettiest. Yeah. Like, and I've, dude, so many weightlifting coaches I've seen like that, and, like, that's their MO. It's like they've got this chip on their shoulder because they're not as good and they're not as strong. And it's like, sorry, genetically, you did not get gifted the same card as this young Bulgarian dude. There's also nothing wrong with a little bit of knee valgus. It totally depends he on has, the way you're like, built. Have you ever front squatted that much? No, I don't think so. Like I have, it fucking hurts. I think the most. I think the most I front squatted is two, maybe two ten or two twenty. Like I know what that feels like in a front squat. The fact that this guy's sixty kilos or fifty kilos lighter than me and can do it and jerk it, throw it over his head, and like a pretty jerk, a beautiful clean. The whole thing is amazing. Like there's no room to criticize. So this is our number 10. What this is athlete. fantastic. Everybody I should... wish I knew this guy's name, but he even on his Instagram. I'm sure if we asked Nat, he would tell us. Yeah. He probably knows everybody's name. Okay, my number nine was Samantha Rice's performance at the Pioneer uh, Open. Go to the... Click next on the photos there. So she set a squat all-time world record. Almost 600 pounds in sleeves as a girl. Sunk it. All-time world record. Yeah, absolutely dunked squat it. too. You can skip the bench. Her bench is obviously really good as well, but the set an all-time world record in deadlift. But it's sumo, so, <laughs> you know. The only woman who's deadlifted more than her this year competed in the 275-pound weight class. What? And that girl deadlifted uh, what was six, 640. What did uh, Lily pull when she was here? 255 or something, I think. Super strong, yeah. But this is... This is somebody in a not a super heavy. And this girl's over six hundred pounds, six seventeen. Uh, but one eighty six. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's, so she's similar, a, actually similar body. I weight. think she's one weight class up from from mm -hmm. Lily, but all time Damn. world record and all time world record total. 
a, fif- like a 1500 pound total is insane she's Dude. the one that won the hybrid showdown oh did she oh yeah, this is yeah, the yeah. same girl yeah yeah i remember her absolutely animal. wow she's still at it man well and, she, and she's still getting stronger like she's this is recent and she's a freak yeah unbelievable what a freak uh that was super cool she's so humble when she she, she won smile. the 20 the 20k at the hybrid showdown wow and when we gave it to her she was like i've never seen this much money in my life like this is gonna make such a big difference wow. i'm gonna get a new car i'm gonna oh do my whatever God. good for her yeah it was Samantha, really, you deserve it yeah she's you awesome. keep kicking ass and showing the world what badass strong girls can do in powerlifting so yeah. it needs more representation man i mean the more that the, the sport grows and like i think there's a clip that we put out uh from the show today uh it was one of my comments on the last one there's just people coming out of the woodwork like all these mm-hmm. strong strong men and women but it's cool to see chicks do it and just uh represent like that whole side of powerlifting that probably doesn't mm-hmm. get as much attention anymore but yeah hey mo- any of you guys who thought you were elite um and upset at my post for yeah for check this out for saying 455 deadlift or whatever was hurt. was too much here's here's a woman doing 617 so good put, for put you that in perspective yeah great great lifter great person i uh, always like when nice people win yeah like in like humble people win when they're not bragging like i you don't need both you need the heels and then you need the like the good guys too yeah i just I've got my he's like I know the way I competed and how I dealt with all that and like I think that this is really cool especially when you can be humble win you know and do so like without controversy and just be totally relatable she's a mom she's got a job you know she's she's world's open to all of you yeah no excuses yeah shout out to her all right let's go on to uh our eighth spot Man, Amanda, Amanda Lawrence. Lawrence. I haven't seen that name come up in a minute. <clears throat> yeah, she was the highest ranked female uh, U.S. participant at the Sheffield. She set an IPF world record in the squat. Wow, look at that deadlift. What was her body weight? Nine uh, for nine, too? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. World record squat, world record uh, 84 deadlift. kilos, so same weight class as Lily competed She competed 84? The weight classes are a little bit different in IPF, but about the same, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, just like right near 600 pound deadlift as a natty lifter and young and young 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 yeah unreal let's take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic we talk a lot on this podcast about TRT all of the things involving exogenous hormones and because of that we get a lot of questions about it and we are not experts in this sense if you want to speak to real experts because we don't feel comfortable giving any sort of opinion on this speak to whitmer rejuvenation clinic these guys are the best they're legitimate doctors they're not going to push any bs on you they're going to do a legitimate consult and tell you if you're a good candidate or not all of the links to this are in the show notes as well as their instagram handle check them out and i promise you're going to have the best service possible in this space I remember there was a time she was doing a she was lifting really heavy in training and people were kind of shitting on her being like she'll never be able to do it in comp blah, blah, blah. but she's really I think you know shut all those people up and proven that she can I mean so many and, have. so many women have come to the forefront of powerlifting and I think that that's awesome it's empowering like like all these guys out there thinking that their deadlift of 500 pounds is cool it's like you guys have Dude, so much room to catch and up. And it is, but just know where that stacks up compared yeah, to. Yeah, and like I a five hundred pound deadlift for anybody, you're a strong person if you can deadlift five hundred pounds, no questions. 
but once you get into the sport of sport strength sports it's a whole different but thing. a lot of people took offense to you saying that and the more that we look at the the actual strong athletes in the sport of powerlifting weightlifting like we're like everybody needs to realize that we're not talking about the average person the day-to-day -day lifter like what you're doing is great i think that the more people that get stronger gain muscle gain a sense of confidence puts their whole life in a better place but like realize that the conversation around what is elite what is an elite strength athlete we're mm -hmm. pegging it off of people like this men yeah. and women right like i'm not going to consider you a freak strong power lifter in my own head unless you're you know out here and you have performances like like the people at the sheffield do and like you know and it's not it's not even just that they're strong <clears throat> when once something becomes a sport and you're doing it in competition the variables are oh, there's a lot of variables that are no longer in your control mm -hmm. you know so you have to you don't get your special music you don't get the exact amount of rest time you want maybe it's equipment you're not used to lifting on you had to travel there's mm -hmm. you got jet lag so coming into a competition like this especially where was this it's in england in england like manchester or birmingham or so, something yes yeah, so you know something that's like that. oh maybe sheffield was the city i don't know Either way, it's a you know it's a it's a big time difference. There's yeah, a lot of variables, and like, that's hard. You have to be on point. You have to be a competitor, not just a strong person who under yeah. all the perfect conditions can lift. So, yeah, showed up, performed, broke world records. You know that's a lot different than some dude or some girl in a gym just you know. Yeah, I mean, I always tell people kicks. like you know my best in competition is different than what I can do in the gym, like. It is it's just a different world. Being on the platform, you know, if you don't actually compete on high level platforms, you'll never know mm -hmm. what that feels like. Or at least just compete, you know, in general. If you go to any competition, like yeah. you got nerves that day, there's people watching you, there's judges, like it's not your buddies in the gym gassing you up because you, you know, sunk a squat. It's like now you gotta do it and you have to beat everybody. Well, and, especially in a meet like this, you know, yeah, there's, the profile. there's money on the line, respect. There's all these things. You, even if you just go to a local meet, like that'll, that'll give you a taste of what competition is like, obviously. And everybody is, you know, you're, whatever level you're at and you're competing at, that's going to feel like the big stage to you. But when you come here, you know, and you know, you're going to have a ton of eyeballs on you. All these people have a lot of followers. People who follow the sport are watching. You know, if you mess up, you're going to get roasted online. You're going to end up in some weird Reddit, you know, subreddit oh, God, forum. Don't remind me. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a, it's a different game, you know, and there's yeah. big D money in don't these Don't be meets. one of those people that comments on Reddit about strength athletes. Like that place <laughs> is a cesspool. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not very friendly. There mm. are some that are but there are some that There's are some the that exact are, yeah most most opposite. Are. i think most are positive but some are not but anyways shout out amanda you did great yeah that was you sick. keep kicking ass out there on the big stage like anybody who competes on this stage especially the the sheffield stage like that's crazy also definitely the best run best oh yeah that was like remember when dylan was on the podcast and mm -hmm. we're like it should literally be the top five people at nationals yeah they ran that meet like that yeah but that's what it should be yeah. i don't want to watch nationals with the fucking e-session exactly no offense to the guys that get pegged down into whatever what if it's the d flight or whatever it is whatever it is but like you're not competing with her no or the men's side or, or whatever the, the appropriate mm -hmm. category is like you know and that's cool you should do they just have one flight of men and one flight of women 
I don't know. I think that's what they had, which is I mean, it's the best, super the entertaining. Best, so yeah, I mean, you're only seeing freaks. Yeah. Well, yeah, what, do, what do we got next? We're going to the number seven. This is uh, he's going to come up a couple times on this, but Jesus Oliveira. If you guys don't know who he is, this is a freak, fucking phenom, another natural who, athlete. What? Yeah. The and honestly, that's what makes this so insane. Is the only other person that's ever come close to his total is Dan Bell, the greatest in, in raps too. In raps, and this guy did it in sleeves. Beat him in sleeves. Yeah. And, and no, no disrespect to Dan Bell. Dan Bell is no, an no, absolute no, no. legend. Just, I mean, Dan, you know, I think he posted a lot about how what a fucking unbelievable performance mm-hmm. this is. This guy's 24, competing at the Sheffield, did 1,036. We'll get to that later. 600 pound. The, 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 the number seven on the list was his 600 pound bench press. And if you guys uh-huh. know, that equals, I think, what Dan did in his best total. I know. I think Dan actually. Was it Actually, I'm more? not sure what Dan did in his best total, but when I was looking at biggest benches of the year, Dan did 580 something. I'm just thinking of the, I'm, that is, I'm thinking of the uh, the current 2021 where I competed not, with him. Not sure what, what he, he did there. Yeah, he did like I think it was six and nine. I could be wrong about that, but don't don't quote me there. But but this as of 2023 is the only 600 pound deadlift uh, in competition. Dude, look at. Yeah, six hundred pound bench. Uh, sorry, bench in in competition, uh, which is incredible at any body weight. Like, it, dude, a five a five hundred pound bench at any body weight is respectable. There's a lot of elite level super heavies that don't even bench five hundred. I mean, because that is just hard. Yeah, I don't care how big you are, or how strong you are, but six hundred pound bench is just. I mean, Jesus is dude. amazing. The fact that John Hack. I was just gonna say, at, how in the hell. With a pretty- we bring him up all the time, but good God, I, I scientists need to study that guy. I mean, force production per body weight. I don't know if there's anybody that can touch it. He he, whatever they gave to uh, like Captain, well, maybe that's why he's Captain America. Yeah, you think he got put in the same like pod? <laughs> yeah, they just gave him that. That, <laughs> that, that that Captain whatever. He, what was I remember what his real name was in the movies, but uh, yeah, I can't something remember. like that. Yeah, they're just, like, all right, you won the uh, IPF Natty World Championship. Yeah. Let's give you time the, to put you in the pod. Let's put you in the pod. <laughs> and before you guys go talking drugs and yada yada yada, I don't care who you are. If you can bench six hundred pounds, like you're the elite of the elite. Because the only other guys doing anything close to that are your bench specialists, your Jeremy Dude. Hornstras, your Thomas Davises, your Carrills, your fucking uh, obviously uh, Julius Maddox, like. That is just unreal. Well, didn't didn't Julius do eight hundred? No, seven seventy one. I think his record is seven eighty four. So, uh, okay, something like that. Because the one, I mean, and that's awesome. I don't know if you guys remember this story. He went to go do his eight hundred pound attempt, and oh, they, they misloaded loaded it. it. So he had to take it, re rack it with it misloaded. It fucked him up. I, I don't know if he'll get that eight. You can't. But that was speaking his from shot. my own experience. When you're hyped up and you're ready to go, and there's a curveball thrown your way, and you've already used everything within you to get to that mm-hmm. level of excitement, it's really hard, almost impossible to do that again. You know, I, I'm sure. Have you ever even been in the gym and you hit a PR and it was easier than you thought it was going to be? 
And then and you then try like, to go do something else. Yeah, you're like, like oh, I could have oh, done fuck. more. And it's like, you no. can do more a different time, but you you got hyped for that one lift. Yep. You used everything. It's like, you can't do it again. So, insane. Well, we'll get, and we'll get back to more on uh, Jesus. But yeah, honestly, probably... bench is freaky. Freaky, freaky. Right now, in my mind, it's John Hack and this guy for all-time best powerlifter period and i mean if anybody has a chance of breaking dan's record it's him i know thor wanted no, to i thought he did no uh, i, 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 I think he, he might have beat it by dots but or i, I don't you have to check out can you pull up open powerlifting i think i thought he beat dan's record in sleeves he did no no beat dan's wrapped record in sleeves no dan's wrapped record is 2606 is it mm-hmm. that was the current 2021 i just do men uh yeah go men and then all rat raw plus raps all right just go squat just go by squat yeah john hack it's fucking uh brutal. so all events go to mm-hmm. no no nah. no sorry uh where does it say by dots see where it says by dots go to by squat Ooh, vlad alhazov still number one oh, no baby. sorry actually go by by total my bad i meant uh we want to see you at the highest total Oh, so it still is Dan Bell. He's number okay. three. Oh, Peter Petras. That guy's a sleeper. People forgot about him. That's right. He's a big boy. Jack, too. Like, carries the weight real I well know. for a super. Good for you, buddy. I can relate to that. How close are the totals here? Okay, so there's a bit of a spread. But granted, uh, Jesus is competing in sleeves. Can you so. also can you uh, take that back instead of raw plus wraps on the second left? Just go raw? Yeah, go raw. Let's see who's got the, the raw men's. Yep, there he is, baby. Number one, he did beat Damn. Dan. He yeah. did beat Dan by dots, and he beat him in the total in in uh, sleeves. Sleeves. Yeah, that is no easy feat. And he beat Ray. And he beat Larry. And he beat Eric. And he beat Kirill. And he beat Jezza. And he beat Shane Haller. Dude, all on a, on a shitty power Good bar. God, drug tested. Like with the judging standards of the Sheffield yeah so he's number one in our hearts yeah that's i think that's i insane. think if he keeps going and doesn't get injured he'll get the all-time world record raw plus wraps and if he can do that natural whew, good but it makes Lord. you think if a guy like that you know went to the dark oh, side what could happen oh, 27 26 50 just unheard of numbers i mean you put that boy in wraps right now i mean it could actually ruin his squat you never know because some people say that you know, if you switch from sleeves to wraps and you're not used to squatting in wraps, it actually has a negative impact in your performance. For, for a period, though, until right. you learn how to it. use them. Um, what was the next one? Oh, this one. Yeah. I even Back feel, to our I feel bad. Favorite bushel of grapes. This is the heaviest deadlift of the year by far, I believe. And look at this. Look at this. And it doesn't and even smile, look hard. smiles the whole way up. Dan Grigsby. We've talked about him a few times on the podcast. He's kind of a sleeper on the powerlifting scene. People don't talk about him as much. Damn, dude. Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer for, I, God, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I think it's the Marines, but got a, like probably one of the most respectable military jobs you could ever have. Dude, and just. And it is. Animal. A freak. I think he's done some, uh, some in crazy number in training with straps and stuff but still yeah i think he's done like 1100 i think he did the heaviest recorded deadlift of all time you know what i, what I bug, don't know what bugs me when people on the internet try to shit on uh, sumo 
and then you go look at strongman which they praise and you're like these guys and no disrespect to strongman obviously but they're allowed to wear deadlift suits and figure eight straps wrist straps the figure eights huge difference huge difference the fact that this guy can hook grip it and do it raw in competition yeah well and and those guys are so big like you don't see a lot of big guys outdoors yeah it's like an outdoor meet i know this this is in texas metroflex it's like a local meet whoa imagine you're all pumped up you're like oh i could win this meet Oh, Dan Fox, Griggs is Dan in Dan Griggs enters the room. <laughs> Dan Griggs enters the room. Fuck all of you. Fuck your deadlift. They did it 110, which is crazy. Because if you think about the strongmen doing this in, and like, honestly, probably not much different stance in terms of foot I mean. width. Well, the, well for, and for them, conventional is their strongest stance. You don't see a lot of big guys with big bellies pulling sumo. You can't. I, I think it'd be really hard, especially taller guys, because you just... Mm-hmm. It's a weirdly uncomfortable position if you're tall. Yeah, so it's not like they're at a disadvantage, and if they could pull sumo, they do so much yeah, more. You know, this whole uh, uh, hypothesizing on the internet where people love to shit on the sumo deadlift, and like, I, I have some opinions on the guys that do it in the IPF world or whatever it's called now, uh, the, the 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 tested federations where they're just little dudes maximizing leverages across the board. Mm-hmm. I I said this to you in the gym the other day. We were talking like. You can just watch a guy and you watch that deadlift. And if you're a good deadlifter, you're a strong athlete. I can pick it out now and you can pick it out. Like, sure. What's a good dead? Like, what do you consider to be legit? And this is just one of those, like, yeah, no arguing. You can't argue with it. You can't criticize that. Like Mm -hmm. he is the best of the best of the best. And what I love actually too, is guys like Jamal Browner who, you know, have a huge sumo deadlift, but they're still deadlifting like high nines in conventional yeah, anyway he looks like he's doing a lot more conventional now yeah maybe just he's to, getting ready for maybe just to shut up the internet people no i think he's training for giants live oh like a strongman event yeah i think i believe like just to compete so, in the deadlift yeah oh, like he got go. invited to do that uh conventionally i mean i don't know who's still in the field who's a big deadlifter but maybe he could win that Can you imagine as a what what is he 242 or mm-hmm. Dude, so if you imagine going into a strongman meet at 242, jacked, shredded. Might pull a grand. Might pull a grand at 250 pounds. Conventional. conventional. Watch that's, out, big that's boys. Nutty. That's nutty. There's some freaks out there. The Bush of the Grapes crowd's got you coming. <laughs> that sounds bad. Uh, all right, shout out to Dan Griggs. Let's get on to the next one. We got... Uh, oh, a good comeback story. Yeah, I, I put this one in because... This is just the fastest I've seen somebody move a weight like this. Hey, look at my boy. Bass. Yeah, he's doing the mono. Dude. Raw with Iceland. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> look at this. Look at the number massonomics. Oh, no, no, no. That was a positive comment. I'm sorry. Let me explain. For those who have questions about Thor's squat depth, the rule clearly states that if you're over six foot nine, can you can you load the rest of that comment? No, no, that's a troll. The Seymour is nothing. They just put that there so you click and go, what the hell? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they... <No. laughs> I bet you they got 27 people with that. Guys, here's another one. <laughs> or like... Look at this. For everyone commenting about his depth. Why does he only do these in his gym? Well, let me tell you guys something. If you've never been to Iceland... Not a lot of powerlifting meets going not on. Not a lot of powerlifting <laughs> meets. His gym... Like, there's not a lot of gyms in that country because I've been to half of them. And there's just... 
not a lot of like you want this 400 something pound man on a flight flying around the world to compete like yeah if he's getting paid he'll do it but everybody who complained about his world record deadlift at his gym like they weighed every plate they had magnus for magnus in judging like there is something to be said about being the only guy competing at the time though because the head to head thing is there's something there i agree but still like at the I, we talked about this before. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. go over it again. Like, and love Thor. Don't, don't criticize the man. He is the top athlete of the top. I love how he only competes in his own gym. They must have his dad judging. Fuck off. Jared Boback, what's your squat? Depth police coming soon. <laughs> and also, listen, his depth was perfect. Right. The people who are shitting on it. He you can't got, tell he, from the front. He got called on depth on the next one legitimately, and it was much higher than this one. And he remember when and, he did that last powerlifting competition? They they roast the judges roasted him they mm. didn't give him half the lifts he made there yeah yeah i mean and it, it, like you said it's a front angle it's it's the worst angle to film a squat from because you top can't of tell his hips come close to being even with the tops of his knees it's far more than i've ever it's like why are you criticizing him and then denigrating yourself no Dude. shut like you don't need to make that comment big kev 43 get out of here <laughs> brother like Dude, he he this is a great squat and it's too depth you know, if you don't I have the... if anyone talking about form and squat can even unrack. For, yes, the unmatty natty 2023. You're right. That's that's a great perspective. Unless you are as strong as him and you have a, a, an intimate knowledge of being at that event and you can watch mm. his side angle. I don't necessarily agree with the strength thing. Like you can know powerlifting and not squat 420 kilos and tell if something's depth or not. But not but, from this video. But not from this angle. Right. You know, and it's like... The guys who are judging, you have the front judge who is not responsible for depth, and you have two side judges, right? Obviously, they ruled it was a good squat. They have a much better, mm-hmm. they're in a much better position to make that call than we are looking over some judge's shoulder from the front. It's like, dude, he that's I think he that's dunked. dunked. It. I think that's, he dunked. Yeah, it. he's that's six a, foot nine. If you guys never met Thor in person, he's the biggest human being you'll ever meet, ever. Yeah, honestly, just makes even me look like his kid and what's crazy is he's so much lighter than when he was competing in strongman oh, yeah like, dude dude he's still like he's and this was fresh off of his now. boxing run yeah like he, it, he got in shape and got strong enough again just to do this after losing <clears throat> like a hundred something pounds yeah and dude he was um sad sad to see that he tore his peck yeah. in the, the bench after this but like Dude, if you could go through an entire strongman career, abuse your body the way he did, go into boxing, lose 50, 60 kilos, whatever also it was. had Bell's palsy, which a lot yeah. of people didn't talk about. You know, that's a serious thing. Yeah, people just love to shit on, like, this guy's performance across the board, and nobody realizes what it takes to do what he does. He's a one-of-a-kind human being. Yeah, it's like... We may... I don't think in our lifetime we're ever going to see another person like this. No. I don't think so. I mean, there could be some sleepers out there. You never know. But I just think it's so unfair the way people talk about, like, the top-tier strength athletes on the internet. Because it's like, you don't know what it go, what goes into this guy's life, his training, like, anything about it. It's and- like anything, though. So I, I see it both ways. On the one hand, if you're – it's like when guys watch football and someone makes a shitty play and they're like, ah, oh, so-and-so sucks. It's like – They're eating the, Cheetos. Yeah, it's like they don't <laughs> suck. They're playing in the NFL – you know, yeah, like, but but that's part of the enjoyment of watching the sport is doing your own little color commentary and judging yeah, these sure, guys. Sure. You know, it's like watching a movie or a TV show and having opinions about the characters in that. So it's kind of the same. 
but at the same time it's like yeah there's a certain amount of respect that there's a line like there's a line to yeah, cross but you there's, know? there's not that nuance it's on, like if you're gonna pick internet. apart the guy who clean and jerked a world record and say his techniques shit it's like that's come on you know fuck you that's not a critique that's just <laughs> like you. dude don't do it don't do it it's the best not respectable you don't you don't have any right like i think you have to earn the right seriously to earn the right to talk about guys like this in an intelligent way most people don't have that right yeah like you don't I so mean, anyway shout out thor congrats on the comeback hopefully he recovers well and as always shout out my boy bass getting him in shape and getting him strong again was this our number five no, we're number four now. Okay. So, well, I, I don't think, know this video. Well, I think then this, that's a good place to wrap because I think we want to make this one a two part. Um, yeah, I think we can call it there. I and, thought we wanted to do, you want to do UFC on the next one or? Yeah, we can do both. All right. But uh, the next one will be a two part. I don't want to run friends. too long because these ones, well, I like to move these ones quick pace, you know, keep it uh, action packed with a lot of good lifts and all that stuff. So thank you guys for tuning in. Catch us next week. We'll go through four, three, two, and our all-time number one strength feat of the year up to this point. And we're going to run through our own personal excitement coming out about the next couple UFC cards, including oh. UFC 291. Which, 291's insane. If you guys are UFC fans, that is the craziest card I have ever seen in my life dude i think of all time like even before i was born i don't think it's right thing. and there, the worst fight on the card is literally Derek lewis yeah the black which beast is, which is coming off insane. a three fight loss yeah i think that i think they're 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 hoping he's gonna get a, a nice so spectacular too. i want to see some i want to see some fucking carnage so you guys <laughs> thanks for tuning in again uh we'll catch you guys next week we're gonna run through the last four and our excitement on the UFC. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.